It's time for Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Have you ever wondered if there's more to life than you're currently living? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Every week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. Guests will come from many different backgrounds, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Every show is a dose of inspiration. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And now, here's your host, Brian K. Wright. Hello and welcome to Success Profiles Radio. I'm your host, Brian K. Wright, and it is an absolute pleasure to be with you here today. I'm honored that you chose to spend part of your day with me here, and this is going to be an amazing show. I'll be introducing my guests shortly, and I promise this will be a fun and informative hour. It will be great. I do want to take a minute or two to share some things I've been learning and thinking about lately, and I will do this every single week. For those of you that have not read the book Think and Grow Rich, I highly, highly recommend that you do so. It's one of the preeminent books in the uh, the leadership development, personal development, and uh, success space. And so Think and Grow Rich is something I really highly recommend that you read. And one thing that I've learned from uh, people on my show is that high achievers have higher standards than everyone else. And Henry Ford is uh, very exemplary of this. Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich, made an example uh, or made, uh, told an example about Henry Ford and how he was the one who originated and implemented the V8 system for automobiles. There was a point in time where no one thought it was physically possible to do. So he told his employees, his team of engineers, I want a V8 engine. And they said, it can't be done. You can't put eight cylinders on one block. It just can't be done. He says, well, I want you to do it anyway. I'll give you all the time that you need. So just do it. So these employees worked on this for six months with no results at all. And then another six months went by and there were no results at all. Now, I, it was not explicitly stated, but I would imagine that if I was given a task to do by my employer and I hadn't found a solution in a year, I would begin to wonder about my job security. But Henry Ford was very patient. He had very deep pockets and he wanted what he wanted and he had higher standards than everyone else. People told him it couldn't be done, but he insisted that there was a way and that there was a solution. So finally, after a year... These engineers said, we, it can't be done. We haven't found a solution. And he said, that's okay. I'll keep paying you. Find an answer. And it wasn't too long after that that the solution was found. And uh, Henry Ford had what he wanted. And I'll tell you what, having higher standards than everyone else will yield high-class, world-class results. And we will talk about having a world-class mindset on the show today with my guest. So let me uh, introduce my guest. And before I forget, let me give you the call-in number in case case you'd like to call in and participate in today's discussion. That number is 866-404-6519. Once again, that's 866-404-6519. And let me tell you a little bit about my guest. His name is Scott Lopez. He is a world-class trainer, and he teaches people about mental toughness. He's a former Marine Corps officer and fighter pilot, a successful sales executive and entrepreneur. He is a highly competitive Brazilian jiu-jitsu athlete. In 2013, he placed third in the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu World Championships in Long Beach, California. Having experienced the transformational power of mental toughness in his own life, he now coaches individuals and corporate executives on how to develop mental toughness to think better, perform better, and increase earnings and profits. He earned his MBA at the International Management, uh, in International Management from Thunderbird School of Global Management, which is the number one ranked school in that field uh, in the world. 
and it's based uh, here in Phoenix, where I'm at. Uh, Scott also attended the Defense Information School in Fort Bede, uh, Meade, Maryland, and is a professionally trained public affairs officer. He has been a successful corporate executive, small business owner, and medical sales device rep, and he lives in Orange County, California. So with that, here is my guest, Scott Lopez. Scott, are you there? Yeah. <laughs> Who is that guy? Are we talking about somebody else? That, that was pretty right. impressive, Brian. Thank you very much. <laughs> hey, you're welcome. No, that's you. You've done all of that. So the first question I do normally like to ask everybody is to have you talk about your background, your backstory. Where did you get to where you are now from where you started? I know you've got a military background and a jujitsu uh, martial arts background. Tell us about how you started and where you got to how you got to where you are. Right. Well, I really appreciate it, uh, the opportunity to be here today. It's fantastic. Um, and I've really enjoyed uh, all the great stuff that, uh, that I've seen from you on, on Facebook and uh, connecting out with me. So I just want to uh, thank you very much, Brian, uh, for the opportunity to be with your listeners today. So You're welcome. The, um, it's an interesting story. And I think you know, people have a lot of diverse paths in their life. But you know, to cut to the chase, um, I grew up as a welfare kid. And my parents were divorced when I was two and a half years old. My dad lived in New Mexico. My mom lived in uh, Northern California, um, kind of a product of the hippie generation uh, back in the day and moved around a lot to a lot of different schools. I was kind of always the, the outsider kid and uh, not a lot of stability. My mom you know, loved me very much, but uh, you know, she had to move where uh, the opportunity was. So, so we were on the road a lot. And uh, that created a lot of, uh, probably without knowing it, uh, gave me a lot of ability to adapt to change, but also kind of always made me feel like I wasn't good enough. You know, it's always the new kid and, you know, not you know, getting picked last for sports and kind of stuff like that. So I think my, my self-confidence and maybe my self-esteem suffered a little bit through that, that whole process. And um, going into junior high school, I started messing up in school. And then going into high school, I was uh, just not doing as well as I, you know, could have or should have. My mom said, I've had enough. I'm going to send you to live with your dad. And I I, I went to northern New Mexico to a small town uh, north of Santa Fe, and that's where my dad lived, and uh, he was awesome and kind of you know, kind of whipped me into shape, and um, I ended up graduating from a small school of only 72 kids, high school students. We didn't even have football, but I uh, kind of, you know, kind of got my head on straight, but, you know, welfare kid, rural New Mexico, not really uh, the breeding grounds for somebody who's going to be a fighter pilot or, uh, you know, take it to the highest levels or uh, start coaching high-level executives. So, you know, that whole, that whole process, I would say, um, from going to university and then, you know, the university, I joined the, the Navy Reserves because I had to figure out a way to, to make, my, make, make it through college. And, um, you know, I wanted to be better. You know, I wanted to be better and better than I was. And um, so I kept striving and striving and striving. How can, I, how can I get through school? I wasn't a great student, um, but, but I had tenacity. And I, and, and I think somewhere along the line, I always wanted to, to, you know, to make it big and, and improve myself, and that's kind of something that's always been ingrained in me. And I really have to thank a lot of coaches and teachers and mentors and military officers and bosses that that, that, that took the right uh, saw potential in me and um, mentored me along the way. So, you know, coming out of a, a small a small school out of out of out of Santa Fe, New Mexico, and um, not doing so well in college, I joined the Navy Reserves. Got the GI Bill, went to the University of New Mexico, joined Naval ROTC, applied for a scholarship, switched to the Marine Corps, applied to be a pilot, which I'd always wanted to do. Got turned down three times. <laughs> On the fourth time, I made it. And then um, uh, when ended up being uh, uh, a second lieutenant in, in the Marine Corps, 
and uh, was, was lucky enough, worked my, worked my tail off to flight school and, 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 and all the training and got selected for jets and ended up flying F-18s and became a public affairs officer and this is really cool. Mm. Uh, two guys that I worked for, one became uh, what was an astronaut, I was an aide for him, a general's aide. Um, he was uh, a guy named General Bolden, Charles Bolden, and he actually flew the space shuttle and was a Marine Corps general. And now he's the administrator of NASA. The guy runs NASA, you know, picked by President Obama to run NASA. And, and uh, you know, we, we traded emails about uh, 10 months ago. And it's like, wow, you know, so there's always such an inspiration. And again, luckily, I had these people in my life to you know, kind of propel me forward at the right time in the right place. And um, so okay, I, I can stop there for a second if you have any questions. Well, yeah, you talked about how you got turned down three times to be a fighter pilot. Number one, I want to ask, why Why did you continue? What was it inside you that said, I'm not giving up right now? Because a lot of people probably would have given up after being turned down once. What, 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 what do you have to lose, right? What do you sure. have to lose by giving up? <laughs> you, you, know, you know for sure if you give up, the answer is going to be no. <laughs> and if you keep exactly. going, you still have a chance. And, and, and I know that uh, you know, when, when you study leaders and successful people you know, throughout, throughout history and even uh, you know, today, you look around, I think persistence and tenacity is probably the most important thing, one of, one of the most important qualities that a person can have. And you, know, you look at Winston Churchill, you know, he said, never, 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 ever, never give up in the darkest hours of, for England during the Battle of Britain. And why give up? You know, I mean, I think there's a time to, to, to call it quits once in a while, but if you're beating your head against the wall and it's all bloody, but if there's still a chance, keep fighting. I love that. I love that. That is a definitely a world championship attitude right there. A lot of people would give up after being told no once or twice. I mean, there, the history is riddled with examples of people who continued after being turned down many, 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 many more times than even three. But thankfully, you made it on the fourth try. That's really great. I found it also interesting that you, you said earlier that you said you just didn't feel good enough as a kid. Was it the change in environment that really helped? Was it having a strong father figure in your life that really helped you believe in yourself? Well, it's interesting because my parents are divorced and my dad grew up, pardon me, I grew up with my mom in Northern California while my dad was living in, in New Mexico. And uh, while I see him for the summers, um, I didn't have him during the school year. So, um, Got to give my mom all the credit. She did the best she could, but yeah, there was a lot of self uh, self confidence issues and self esteem and inadequacy. Probably because I wasn't the I wasn't the popular kid, mm. right? You know, I wasn't the popular right. kid. So I think I think even back then in elementary school, and this is why it's so critical to to work with our youth and, and develop the the self confidence and the self esteem. Is that little voice that says you're not good enough? That little voice that says uh, who are you to dream big? Who are you to be bold and daring and visionary? That's where it starts getting beat out of you. That's, that's where you yeah. start getting, uh, you know, uh, start accepting that programming. And it's this programming it has nothing to do with reality, but that's where people get these beliefs. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Boy, I sure can understand and appreciate that. We've got maybe two or three minutes to our first break. So let me ask you about your mixed martial arts background. When did sure. you start taking a, oh, well, we've got one minute to the break. So we may not have time to hit this right now, but. Tell us briefly about why you started doing uh, jujitsu. So I had two daughters who were 10 and 13, and uh, when they were really, really young, I wanted them to be involved in some type of physical sport. I didn't want boys beating them up and uh, tackling them and doing what boys do, like I would used to do to girls when I was a kid. 
And so I started them in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and I was very uh, vocal and supportive and, uh, of them. And uh, they were still young, and one of the black belt instructors said to me, well, hey, you're a tough guy. Uh, you're a Marine, mind you. Put on the gi and, uh, and, and join us on the mat sometime. And so I got challenged and called out by the, by the instructors, and that's, that was the beginning of it. <laughs> that's great. And uh, we will revisit the rest of this part of the story when we come back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Scott Lopez. He is a trainer. He is a uh, military guy. He does jujitsu, and we'll talk about developing world-class mental toughness. And this discussion will continue right after the break. We'll be right back. to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio, and we'll be back with more right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Did you know you can quickly grow your business online and offline for free? SmartGuy.com is one of the fastest-growing business networks in the world. Managing over 600 city business networks from Los Angeles, California to the country of Bahrain. In just a minute or two, you can add your business and be quickly listed in their global business directory, local business networks, and get a free web page that can actually rank on top of major search engines in as little as one to two weeks. No kidding. Simply go to www.smartguy.com. Fill out your company information and you're set. So add your business for free and find out why everyone loves a smart guy. Smartguy.com. At Solave, we think a person's voice is the most powerful form of marketing, so that's what we want to invest in. While other companies spend billions on traditional marketing, we reward you for sharing Solave with your connections. We began with a simple idea. A single relationship has the power to make life better for many people. We took this idea and turned it into a company that can make commerce less expensive and even profitable for everyone. We started with mobile phone service because it's something all of us already use, and it's the technology connecting us every day. We put you in charge of what you pay for mobile service. Service. And simply making the switch to Solave is the first step to spending less. $49 a month for unlimited voice, text, and data. But it gets even better. You can earn money just for sharing Solave with others. As your network of connections grows, both through your actions and the actions of each person who joins because of you, you can quickly be paying nothing for your mobile service and even make a profit every month. Visit us online at www.social-commerce-now.com to learn more and join the Solave revolution. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we are back my special guest week is Scott Lopez, and we have been talking about how he was turned down three times to be a fighter pilot before he finally successful got to enter that program. And we also started talking about why and how he started doing jujitsu 
Brazilian mixed martial arts. So let's continue that story right there because this really is a huge part of your background, Scott. It's huge. It's it's, it's a way of life, actually. It's, it's turned out to be just something really, really special uh, for, for me personally, and I'll be more than happy to share that. Great. Go ahead. So, so I was talking about the uh, the, the, the jujitsu instructors, um, you know, called me out, so to speak, in front of my daughters in my daughter's kids' class, and said, "You should you should try this sport." And you know, I was uh, in my late thirties, early forties, and um, maybe not. I was in good shape, and I worked out, and went to the gym, and ran, and did weights. But I wasn't probably the best shape that I could have been. And I'd, I'd been a marine earlier in my life, and so I, I was really familiar with lean, mean fighting machine and warrior spirit and I, I really hadn't had a chance to exercise that in a long time um, and I'll just say this as an aside I don't think a lot of men get a chance to exercise their warrior spirit very much in today's you know modern society um, I think the martial arts is one place we get to do it I think uh, certain parts of business we're allowed to do it but in general we're not really celebrated as warriors anymore so when when a man is able to, to tap that warrior spirit um, and there's you know jujitsu is a, a very close combat, you know, grappling sport, uh, guys are trying to choke you out and rip off your arms and uh, submit you and uh, when you're trying to do it to them, it's, um, it's, it's a place where you get to go to that's, that's very special and unique and I think it's really good for our psyche. So, yeah. so, as I, so as I got into the sport as a white belt, I was a spaz. You know, <laughs> I, 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 I didn't breathe, I was really, you know, frantic in my movements and um, you know, out of shape, and it, it took quite a while to kind of to, to to calm down and breathe, and to to uh, you know, understand the sport, and and, and uh, you know get into shape for it. And mm -hmm. as I've progressed through the through 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 the ranks, so to speak, and I've uh, tested myself, and uh, I'll say one thing: right here in Orange County, in Southern California, where I live, I'm just we're really blessed. I mean, if anybody is listening to the listening out there and is interested in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, there are so many top, top schools here in our area. It seems like there's been this mass migration of, of, uh, of, of black belt and, and higher than black belt uh, masters that have come from Brazil and Rio de Janeiro and the top schools in Brazil, and they've located here and opened up these amazing schools. So it really is kind of a second mecca. And some of the largest wow. tournaments in the world, some of the largest tournaments in the world are right here as well. Sure. Um, in Orange County, so so we get to we get that full experience is all what I'm really trying to say. Yeah. And 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 so I've I've, I've changed my body type. I've calmed down. Um, you know, I've learned from these guys. And you know what? When we talk about mental toughness, could you imagine a better sport than becoming calm, cool, and relaxed during in the yeah. heat of the moment than a sport like that? Right. I would imagine an outside of the box kind of question. I would imagine there are applications that are transferable between doing mixed martial arts and running a business. Um, I, in, I would in terms say, of your, in terms of your mindset, in terms of uh, your attitude and, and belief yeah. when you get up against a wall, how do you respond? How do you react? Yeah. So, so yeah. So, so, you know, maybe this might be a good time to talk about mental toughness for a second because absolutely, you know, the, the, the core mental toughness is, you know, controlling your emotions, right? It's emotional control is, is what it is. And it's before, during, and after a performance. I mean, if you see somebody like Kobe Bryant or John Jones, who's a current, uh, you know, one of the top uh, UFC fighters, um, or any of the, the greats, Peyton Manning or Tom Brady or, you know, in, in the NFL or Messi in soccer or Hope Solo, they are in control. And 
and they just rise to the moment in the right place and nothing seems to phase them, right? They're, they're mentally conditioned. So before, during, and after a performance, controlling your thoughts, your attitudes, your emotions, that's a world-class mental toughness perspective, you know, especially under adversity, right? Especially under pressure. Mm-hmm. And that applies to anything. So, so we say from the mental toughness perspective, if you're chasing more deals, right? If you're chasing more sales, if you're chasing better relationships, if you're chasing athletic achievement, any, uh, you know, weight loss, weight loss is a big one for mental, mental toughness, right? And emotional control, whatever you're chasing, you're a performer. And how you think about that going into your, uh, your performance or your sales call or your meeting or your athletic competition or um, your workout routine, whatever it is. If you if you're pumped up before you go into it, that's going to set your tone while you're in while, while you're doing it. If you're enjoying yourself and you're relaxed while you're doing it, you're going to perform better because you have full access to all of your emotional, mental, uh, you know, physical, spiritual capabilities. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not blocked, right? You're not you're not right. spat, you're not freaking out. And then afterward, if it didn't go well, how, how do you react? Do you do you freak out and go down on yourself and beat yourself down, or do you say, "Hey, that's lessons learned. You know, we learned how not to do it." Same thing applies for business. Universal yeah. principles. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes I think about football or basketball where the underdog is really hyped up for the game and they start really well and they have champions on their heels, but they can't sustain that for the full game. I think it's the fact that the champion or the team that's favored has that calm, cool collectiveness and they realize, okay, you know what? We're just going to regroup. We know what we're doing. We've got this. We've been here before. Do you, do you think? Does that sound like a reasonable assessment to make? You know, I mean, experience is huge, but uh, from a mental toughness, yeah, absolutely. And um, you know, what's really interesting from from um, when you watch those top the NFL, or you watch the Game Seven of the, of the World Series, or the NBA Finals, or you know, top World Championship fight. There's, there's this perception that the top performers, the best in class, the Olympians, the professional athletes, even the Navy SEALs or whoever they are, that they perform really, really well under pressure, right? It's yeah. like, wow, man, they are just, here comes Michael Jordan, he, here comes Kobe, here comes LeBron. They just perform well under pressure. And you know what? Here, here, here's what we've learned. It's not true. It is not true. What is happening is that Nobody performs well under pressure. This is an inverse relationship. The higher the pressure, the lower the performance. The lower the pressure, the higher the performance. So what happens is that they condition themselves mentally and don't perceive the same level of threat. They don't perceive the same level of pressure. I mean, you watch Kobe. It looks like he's sometimes still out there just having a good time on the, on, on the playground. Same things with LeBron, LeBron James. I mean, they know, I mean, they know they're in, in a pressure situation but they don't perceive the same amount of pressure. Therefore, that's when they get into the zone and they flow, right? It's, it's, it's just, it's, mm. it's emotional control. It's mental conditioning. You know, it's mental conditioning and it's repetition and it's perfection and mastery. But it's that a perspective. Is, yeah, that's a perspective most people don't, don't, don't know. That is fascinating. They don't perceive the same level of pressure that other people do. And, and the experience probably is, is very key to that. Right, right. So, you know, catalyst, pardon me, catalyst, uh, adversity is a catalyst for growth. You know, 
um, change is a, is a catalyst for growth. Therefore, experience is a catalyst for growth. I mean, yeah. there, 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 there's only success and there's feedback. There's no failure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's great. So how does someone become mentally tough? Is this something that we can learn? Is this something that we're born with? Uh, is this something that takes a long time to develop? How does this all happen? How does somebody become mentally tough? Well, I think there is special training that people go through, right? I mean, Olympians go through this. Um, I think that uh, professional athletes go through this. The, the top military people, fighter pilots go through this. I mean, there's, there, there is a, a, like I said earlier, there's a, there's a, a series of differences in, in thinking, beliefs, attitudes that, that they have that other people don't have. Here, here's, a simple, here's, here's a simple example. Okay. If you have uh, two people standing in front of two, you know, two people standing in front of you, and uh, one person is making fifty thousand dollars a month, and another person is making uh, five hundred thousand a month, but fifty thousand dollars a year, and somebody else is making five hundred thousand dollars a year, um, that's ten times difference in income, right? Mm -hmm. Right. So the person is making ten times more. Are they ten times as smart than the yeah. other person? No. Are they ten times? Uh, more intelligent? Do they work 10 times as hard? Are they, you know, are, no. Are, are they 10 times better at what they do? It's impossible to be 10 times, but they're doing something differently. Mm -hmm. So one thing that we know about the, what, you know, we call this the world class, the top one to 3% of, of, of achievers out there that are, that are really kind of the go-to people in all industries, the leaders, um, they think differently. And one of the things they do is they take self-responsibility. Right? First and foremost, yes. they take self-responsibility. There's no victim mentality. The masses take the victim mentality. And, uh, and here's, a, here's a key point, Brian. It's really important. Nobody, and I mean nobody, is better than anybody else. In God's eyes and creation and spiritual, from a spiritual perspective, everybody is equal. Right. Okay? However, there, it is a fact there are exceptional world-class performers and there are average performers. So people are performing at different levels. It's just levels of consciousness. It's just levels of, of, of perception and how they approach things. So we can say, so we can say from a mental toughness perspective, you know, the world class takes self responsibility, and the middle class sometimes has a victim mentality, right? You know, yes. um, uh, compartment. They they do things like compartmentalization, which is an emotional technique where they block out every other thing that's going on. Uh, around them, and they become incredibly laser focused on the single task at hand. And they are present, they're grounded, they're breathing, they've eaten right, they've gotten the right amount of sleep, they've done visualization exercises, they've yeah. done all of that to perform in the moment. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I really, I really like this. And when we come, we're less than a minute to our next break, but when we come back to the other side, I definitely want to ask you about self-limiting beliefs. And that's a topic that I've visited on this show a few times. But so many people are held back by their own perception of lack, their own perception of, I can't do this or I don't deserve it. But we will revisit that topic and a few others when we come back from this break. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest is Scott Lopez. And we've been talking about mental toughness and how to define that and what that really is and how the world class operates. We'll be right back.
mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio, and we'll be back with more right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Energy Saving Solutions' innovative double green plan enables you to switch to energy-efficient LEDs and other modern lighting with no upfront cost. Modern LEDs are far more efficient than other types of lighting, but for many businesses, schools, and nonprofit organizations, the reason for sticking with the old inefficient lighting is the cost of replacing them. While an old-fashioned incandescent bulb may cost a dollar, LED costs $30 or more, and that's why Energy Saving Solutions has designed our double green plan. Double green allows you to convert to LEDs with no out-of-pocket cost. We'll pay for your new lights, and you'll pay us back with a percentage of your savings. From the very first day that your new LEDs are lighting your life, you'll realize a positive cash flow, and you'll be doing something positive for our environment. For a free cost and energy savings analysis, call Joshua May at 888-620-8133, extension 7082, or visit us online at www.energysavingindustry.com. As a member of the baby boomer generation, you want insights and ideas that factor into planning for, making choices about, and activating your new or mothballed dreams. As a boomer, you can learn how to act on your visions by tuning into the Awakening to Awareness show on Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern. If you are inspired to follow your own path, step into new directions, and are excited about what you, as a recent or soon-to-be retiree, can do with your life, this is your show. Listen to the show that focuses on self-belief and possibilities for emerging seniors who look forward to life's third act with dread or amazing promise. Host Eric Tonigson and his guests share entertaining ideas and explore strategies to reignite your passions and shift your intentions into action. In his naturally curious and motivating ways, Eric explores personal values, shares wisdom, and encourages you to unlock and live your potential and purpose. Join Eric and his Awakening to Awareness show on Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern on the Toginet Talk Radio Network. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we're back. This is Success Profiles Radio. This is Brian K. Wright. I am your host, and my special guest this week is Scott Lopez. And we're talking about mental toughness and having right mindsets and right attitude and how to become world class. If you have a question for Scott and you'd like to call into the show and talk, that that number is 866-404-6519. That is 866-404-6519. And we left off the last segment, Scott, uh, talking or alluding to the fact that I wanted to ask you about self-limiting beliefs. This is something that we've talked about on the show previously with different people, and I just wanted to get your perspective of how we hold ourselves back and how mental toughness and the world-class attitude really plays into all of that. Right. No, it's it's critical. I mean, um, you know, if you look at uh, the society in general and, and cultures across the world, I mean, there is um, there's just a handful of people at the top. 
right? There's just a handful of people, the one, two, three, maybe 4% of achievers and, and leaders that are really making things happen. And then there's the rest of us. And usually, um, not surprisingly, they have all the money and all the wealth and the power. And right. so um, it is what it is. And in, in a, it's just kind of how it's been set up from, from hundreds or thousands of years ago. And you know, we don't need to get into that philosophy or why it is the way it is. But right. um, one thing I can say is that here in the U.S., um, where, where, where we are, the best part of our country is that we have the opportunity to break through those limiting beliefs and get ahead. And I think you can do it in other places, maybe Australia and, and, and Canada and, and Europe, but it's really kind of part of our, our spirit here that we, we can be anything that we want to be if we, um, if we believe it and if we go for it. And, you know, of course, our, you know, our, our, our country's founded on that freedom. So freedom of thought, freedom of choice. So yeah. what do we choose to believe? So, so the fact of the matter is, and we talked about this earlier, if the world class, the top leaders, and we could also, you know, I use sports analogies, but you can put, you know, Oprah, you can put Nelson Mandela, you can put Gandhi, you can put um, uh, Barack Obama, any president. I mean, it, mm-hmm. it just goes on and on. Uh, one of my favorites right now, and this is here, this is a shout out to, I think one of the visionaries, you know, one of the young visionaries of, of the planet is a guy, uh, Elon Musk. Right, Elon Musk, uh, who is the CEO of Tesla, uh, the electric sports car company, and the guy's also the CEO of SpaceX, which is the private uh, entity that launches, you know, capsules into space, uh, right. rockets. Right. I mean, it's only it's like the U.S., Canada, pardon me, the U.S., China, Russia, and SpaceX are the only four entities in, on the planet that launch, you know, supplies up to the space station. Right. And you know, they're, next year they're going to, they're, they're, they just launched, what did they do? They just leased, I want to talk about this guy for a second, because they just leased uh, space, let's see, Launchpad 39A at Cape Canaveral, and where the space shuttles took off, his company, guy's 42 years old, and um, they're going to launch this rocket called the Dragon, which is going to be the largest heavy lift rocket in the history of the world. I'm like, are you kidding me? I mean, the guy's just changing everything. Who, who gave this guy permission to do that? And he's doing it here in the United States. So it's, it's, if, and he's only 42, running two yeah. visionary change the world companies at the same time. And he almost went yeah. bankrupt in both of them. So yeah. attitudes, so attitudes, right? He doesn't believe in limiting beliefs, right? He doesn't have any, maybe right. he's, he's, he's incredible. So let me just kind of give a few pointers here on, mm-hmm. from a mental toughness perspective and tell me if this resonates with you. Cause some of these do resonate with me because I think we all have some of these beliefs because they were given to us by well-meaning parents and teachers and, um, right. You know, the institutions as we grew up, um, the middle class competes, the world class creates. I love that. And I'll tell you what, uh, not, not to break the train of thought here, but I started reading a book uh, yesterday and continue today. It's called The Millionaire Fast Lane by MJ DeMarco. He talks exactly about this kind of stuff. The, right. chap- the chapter that I finished reading before coming on this show was about how uh, the extremely successful people are the producers of things and everyone else is the consumer of things. And mm. if you want to move from one part of the line to the other part of the line, you have to have the mindset of, I'm going to create and produce the things that the masses are buying. If you are stuck in the masses mindset and you're forever consuming, that's a treadmill that you will never, ever escape. So that... Right came to my mind when you said that. So the world-class creates while everyone else competes. I love that. What else do you want to say? Um, to that point, think about it this way. If you want to get rich, uh, what's, the, what's the best way to get rich? 
what do the wealthy people do? Um, they provide a solution mm-hmm. to a problem in yes. the market. Now that seems so obvious and simple, but it's just really not. <laughs> no. Provide a solution. That's what entrepreneurs do. Entrepreneurs provide solutions to problems. And they take it to the market and they go and they don't give yeah. up. You know, that's what Elon Musk is doing, right? He's providing a solution to a problem. So for all of us out there, you know, what solution are you providing? And, you know, Brian Tracy says you're going to get paid on what the market value of what you provide, what kind of solutions you provide. So if you're only making $50,000 a year, well, you're only providing $50,000 worth of value or solutions. Right. As opposed to the half a million dollars a year person. So let's keep going. You know, um, yes. the middle class avoids risk. The world class manages risk. It's a risky world. Things yeah, are changing all the time. And I got to tell you, you know, when, when you look at the amount of change that's happening right now, um, what is that one kind of example where they say, what changed society faster than anything else? And they give you an example of the, the, the radio telegraph, you know, manual Morse code and, and, and the trains and, and the rail in the, in the old Western days and that kind of changed things and connected cities and people to the frontier lands in the Western United States back in the 1800s. And then it was radio and then it was tele, then it was telephone and then it was uh, TV and I'll have all these mediums of communication have, have changed society, but nothing has changed us and how we operate faster than the internet and mobile devices. Yeah. And it's just exponentially changing and the world is changing so fast. And how do you handle that? And it gets risky and jobs, people are getting outsourced and people are, you, you know, are, uh, are getting hurt. And if you don't keep up, if you don't manage that, you can put your head in the sand, but society keeps going and you're going to get left out. So, you know, I, I see this in my own family. You know, the world class manages risk and the, the middle class avoids it. Um, to that point, I think this is really important. Um, the middle class lives in delusion. The world class lives in objective reality. You know, this is this is a really kind of a, a critical yeah. thinking, critical awareness perspective. But what is the delusion? The delusion is go to co- you know go to high school, get good grades, go to college, go work for a company, and have a job. I'm educated. I know something. And in the middle class, most of them are pretty educated and smart. You know, I think we all have middle class tendencies, but they're not getting where they want to go. Right. They're going to make excuses for it. Well. You know, I'm world class, but I, well, if you're world class, then how come your results don't show it? How come you're only living at this level of, of, of fulfillment in all areas of your life? Right. Make excuse after excuse. You know, the world class, it is what it is. If I, you know, the, 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 the better my attitude, the better my results. Right. Exactly. I'm not going to fool myself or delude myself. Um, things are changing. I need to keep up. I need to reinvent myself. I need to re- retransform. Yeah. That's, 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 that's a, a big one, I think. Um, yeah. The middle class loves to be comfortable. The world class loves being uncomfortable. What does that mean? That means everyone talks about it time and time again from so many different perspectives, being in your comfort zone, settling for mediocrity, knowing that there's more out there, knowing that you're capable, you have the talent, your spirit talks to you through your intuition but you stay where you're at. You accommodate the situation yeah. because it's good enough. 
I mean, why, why push far? Why, why, why push more when good is good? Good is great, right? It's good. So why, why, why go for greatness? Yeah. Well, again, your results then show it, right? This is the objective reality. Yeah. You know, if it's good, well, yeah, if you're, if you don't want seven figures in the bank, then you don't have to work hard like the millionaires work. Mm -hmm. But that's why you only have four figures in the bank. <laughs> right. There you go. <laughs> you know, um, or three or two. <laughs> right. God forbid. Um, right. The, 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 the middle class has a lottery mentality. The world class has an abundance mentality. This is really important because, you know, how is it that immigrants can show up from countries all around the world? And, you know, sometimes they are millionaires within one generation. Right. You know, um, there is... Dunkin' Donuts has multiple immigrant franchisees that have multiple Dunkin' Donuts that are making 10, 20, 30 million dollars a year in, you know, multiple stores. It's family-run businesses. Yeah. Like from Pakistan and from India and from Colombia and how did that happen? Mm. How come an American didn't do that? Well, because they didn't have you know, this limiting belief. They saw the opportunity, they they provided a solution. Yeah, you know, no, you know, Brian. Regarding exactly. the lottery, we got less than two minutes for next break. What's that? Yeah, I no, said so, we have got less than two minutes for the next break. Go oh ahead. Oh my gosh. Okay, so check this out. From a from from the lottery, right? The you know, all of a sudden, I'm in the lady looks going to shine on me. I'm going to win the lottery, and I'm going to be uh, really uh, prosperous for the rest of my life, and you know, get hundreds of millions of dollars. And some people actually believe that, so they buy lottery tickets all the time. Right. You have the same chance of you almost. It's almost identical. The same chance of winning the lottery whether you buy a ticket or not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think of that and I think, okay, if I'm playing Powerball, which I don't think I've ever played Powerball, if it's played in, let's say, 30 states, first of all, the chances of a ticket, the winning ticket being sold in my state is one out of 30 or however many states. And then you have to break that down further. What are the chances of that winning ticket being sold in Phoenix, where I live? And then right. what are the chances that the ticket winning ticket is being sold at the Circle K store that I go to? It's infinitesimally small. You have a greater chance of getting hit it's by It's unbelievable. Line. Yeah, you have a greater chance yeah. of, you know. So, so exactly. you can start comparing and contrasting all the different, uh, you know, differences in mindset. We can get more into that later on the next segment. You bet. We are going into our final break. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest is Scott Lopez. We've been talking about uh, mental toughness and overcoming self-limiting beliefs to the right back. is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio, and we'll be back with more right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Looking for the perfect destination in Costa Rica, Panama, or Thailand? Concerned about the economy and looking for an escape plan? Then you need to go to escapeartist.com and learn how you can live, work, invest, retire, or do business overseas. Escape Artist has the perfect plan for you. Join our 400,000 readers and get your free subscription to Escape from America magazine. Visit www.escapefromamerica.com and create your escape plan right now. 
stuck in a rut? Wondering if there's more than a 9 to 5? Do you ever yell out, is this all there is? Then join Alaska Coach Keith's radio show, where we'll focus on transition, career revitalization, and freedom. Keith will discuss tips and tricks for developing and living to our highest potential. It's time we dusted off our dreams and became alive with purpose. Keith will share lessons he's learned from a 20-year study of career engagement, motivation, and personal leadership. He'll interview experts and authors who know both struggle and triumph. You may even get a chance to bring your biggest challenge to the radio for an on-the-spot coaching with Keith. Join Alaska Coach Keith each week. Conceive, believe, achieve. Heard every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Central, right here. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we're back. This is Success Profiles Radio. This is Brian K. Wright. I am your host, and my special guest this week is Scott Lopez. And we're talking about mental toughness and having right mindsets and right attitude and how to become world class. If you have a question for Scott and you'd like to call into the show and talk, that number is 866-404-6519. That is 866-404-6519. Where can we find you and connect with you? Oh, my gosh. The most important information. <laughs> well, um, uh, the, probably the easiest website to go to would be, um, it's, it's kind of a mouthful, but it's pretty simple, uh, www.corporatementaltoughness.com, corporatementaltoughness.com. And one of the markets that we serve is corporate sales teams. And so we've, we've got a whole program where we go in and work with executives and uh, big sales forces, and, and we train them on mental toughness. So that's a really good place to, to get a hold of me there. I'm also on Facebook, um, yes. Scott Lopez, and I'm on LinkedIn as well. And I'll give everybody my, uh, my, my phone number. I don't mind doing that, 915-433-7655, 915-433-7655, or shoot me an email at scottlopez67 at gmail.com, scottlopez67 at gmail.com. I'm very accessible. Yes, you, you are. And, uh, boy, when you and I talk, we can go on for an hour or longer very, very easily. So having a one-hour show is a little constraining. We'll, we'll do this again, I'm sure. Thank you. <laughs> I hope yeah, so. Thank welcome. you. Absolutely. So let's talk about your coaching career. I know that you are the mental toughness coach, and we've talked a lot about mental toughness in right. this program today. So when people approach you or talk to you about getting coaching, how do you take people through their journey? How do you work with people? What is your coaching philosophy? So, so the first thing we do, um, you got to kind of figure out. If, I think if a coach is going to kind of, if somebody's going to get into this business and do a coach. You've got to have walked the walk, right? Um, how can you coach somebody if you haven't been through some of these life challenges yourself, right? Coaching is probably one of the best ways to, to fast track your success in life. You know, get the right people to help you with your blind spots, give you the right pointers, the right tips, the right action plan, and then, you know, hold you accountable and, and, and you're going to accelerate your success. I mean, CEOs have coaches, um, top entrepreneurs have coaches, you know, presidents have advisors, uh, Tiger Woods and all the top athletes have coaches and military people are always undergoing constant training. So coaching is, is really important. And, and I think people need to be humble 
and, and aware of that, that you don't know it all. And what got you from this, what got you to a certain level of success may not get you to the next level of success in your life. Yeah. Um, it's, it's always new levels uh, yeah. awareness and consciousness and learning. So the first thing I do, um, I have people, we'll, we'll, we'll do a strategy session, a call, and it's, I just want to know where their head's at, right? And yeah. What are you thinking? What do you want? What do you want in life? What's the most important thing? And I just, I, I kind of approach it like a doctor and I just diagnose and tell me more about that and tell me more about that and tell me more about that and why is that important? Mm-hmm. How did you feel? And what happens if you don't make any changes? What happens if you do make changes? And I get a, a picture in my mind of whether or not um, I can help them or work with yeah. them or whether it's a good fit. I'll be yeah. honest, this is, this is kind of funny. It's kind of funny, but not really. Um, coaches are not therapists. You know, right. uh, and, and that's a really important part to understand because therapy um, helps people deal with past emotional trauma from the past, undoing things from the past. Um, and coaches are really focused on today moving forward. And, yeah. and I, had, I had a gentleman tell me, you know, um, you know how much or how many uh, counseling sessions I could get, therapy sessions I could get with your coaching? And I said, well, there's your answer. <laughs> right you know i mean he wasn't he wasn't in the right place so so that would that's a that is an interesting distinction that's really interesting therapy helps you deal with your past and coaches help you today and moving forward you're absolutely right about that i hadn't really considered that before right yeah and and and, and that that's that's kind of how it is so um moving forward so so how did i become qualified to do this i mean i've been successful. I've had, uh, you know, got the NBA and I was a fighter pilot and a world champion in jujitsu. And, um, I've had, I've done a lot of different things corporately and I've been a successful business owner and I've been divorced twice as well. Right. And I've, I've been almost broke before. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's, you know, I've made transitions into new markets and, and failed. I've, I failed a lot. And so yeah. how did I, how do I keep going and learn from all those adversities? And that's that life experience, uh, I think will help me with, with somebody who's, you know, maybe exactly. 35 to 60 and maybe they're divorced or maybe they're not, or maybe they're, you know, they're single parents or not. I, I understand. I've been there. And then, you know, exactly. teaming up with my mentor, Steve Siebold, who is probably the world's preeminent expert in mental toughness. Um, I, I'm a licensee of his, so I have access to all of his coaching content and coaching programs, which, um, yeah. which, which I use. And I also work with Eric Lofholm. Um, I'm one of his official sales trainers as well. And he's got some dynamic, uh, stuff yeah. and you can learn more about that in a couple of weeks when he's on your show. So, yeah. so those are kind of the modalities that I use. Um, I also, um, when we do a strategy session and we do that diagno- diagno- diagnostic call, I want to see if the person's a fit for me or not. If they're not a fit, I don't want to work with them because right. I'd, I'd be more than happy to send them to somebody else who would be a better fit. Right. And um, it, it's, it's just, you know, you really have to operate with the highest integrity and authenticity uh, in a place of love, really, for your clients, so you get them the results. I mean, that's that's what this business is about, and it's also good for business. Um, so, how do I do it? Um, the first thing I do um, is I have yeah. people do a life vision statement. You know, you, you got to get a baseline, right? Some some people will do Myers Briggs Myers test, or they'll do a three sixty assessment if they're executive coaches. You got to get a, a baseline of how somebody's doing. Right, yeah. and where they're at, and what they're thinking, and for me, I have a very specific life vision statement document that we have them put together, and I want to, and and how they approach that task, um, and what they come back with, 
you know, how, where do you see yourself in five years or 10 years in your life, in your business, in your in money, in relationships, uh, um, friends, self-image, weight, athletic achievement, you know, what's your spiritual goals? What are your, your social and cultural goals? What, what is your best self in all these different areas? And you can see self-limiting beliefs in that first draft. And we'll yeah. just start going in, we'll, we'll start going into those. And they have, some people are just, just so, um, negative. You know, I had, I, and some aren't, and it's just very interesting. Um, I had a woman, she gave me a whole, <laughs> she gave me a whole, uh, page. The first page of the document was, well, first you need to know about my story. You know, I, I was abused and I was neglected and I was this, and this has happened to me here. And it was like this whole story of, and, and I was just like, Hey, that's great. I, I appreciate that you've been through a lot, but it doesn't really matter moving forward. Yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't like, I didn't want her to buy into that game because the whole idea was, what are we going to do moving forward? So right. I said, just take So I just delete that. She was like, you're deleting it. I'm like, how does it serve you? You hired me to be your coach moving forward. How does it serve you? Great question. And that, and that was the basis of, of, of moving forward. And now she's doing fantastic. She's launching wow. a new business and she's, she's making money and happier with herself. And, uh, yeah. you know, she has her dark days, but we get through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if someone's looking for a coach that is not flood somehow, good luck. I mean, you have to work with someone who's been through the stuff that you're going through, or at least knows how to point you in the right direction. And I appreciate that very much. Well, you know, another thing is, is, you know, money, you get what you pay for, you uh -huh. know, um, you know, so, some of my programs are not cheap, you know, they're, 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 they're more, they're more expensive than some and not as expensive as others. But Here's another thing that we've, I've learned, and I even learned, I learned it from Kevin Nations, um, who's, who's a master uh, business coach, and, and, and I've seen it reinforced a lot of, from a lot of different other people, and then myself too. I've spent a lot of money on coaches uh, to get me to where I'm at today to help me. And that is, if the client doesn't put money or invest in themselves or put skin in the game, they're not going to do the work. They're not going to be invested. And if they don't do that, they're not going to get the results. True. And they're going to be mad at you, the coach. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm not going to go through that. <laughs> You've got to invest. Right. Now, I mean, you should, you should not accept responsibility for someone's failure if they didn't do the work. You can't get mad at, at someone else if you didn't do the work that they gave you to do. So, right. It's all about accepting responsibility again. World class. Well, how badly do you want it? Right. How badly do you want it? I mean, if you exactly. know, and, and, and you know, Eric Laughlin has a classic close, and I've heard it from other people too. You're going to pay. You're going to pay one way or the other. Either you're going to pay the, the fee for the coaching or you're going to pay in unrealized dreams, lost business. Uh, it's the cost of, it's, it's the opportunity cost of not acting. And yeah. that's, that's immeasurable. Yeah, so, absolutely. So move absolutely. forward. Yeah. Great. So as we have less than three minutes to the end of the show, I do want to ask you the question that I ask everybody on this show. And it's simply this, who inspires and motivates you? Oh my gosh. Who inspires and motivates me? Um, I gotta tell you, um, my daughter just blew me away. My 13-year-old daughter blew me away last week. Um, this is a kid who's you know, grown up in a divorced family and I'm really dedicated to my, to my daughters. Uh, she's a, a goalie and she's a, a um, 13. And she trains with the US national team and two years ago had a really tough experience with. With, with one club and got kicked out of a game and it was, we ended up leaving it very traumatic and then she grew really tall and we got her some extra coaching and, 
and now she trains with the national team and she's a college prospect. Prospect. The kid's only in seventh grade. And are we, uh, are we talking about soccer, Scott? Soccer. Sorry, okay. soccer. Goalie. Yeah, she's sport. Okay, there she's we five go. eight. Right, the kid's five eight. I mean, she's wow. she's, she's she's who knew, right? And we live in Orange County, where you get this. You know, they have really deep youth programs. You know, long story short, last Thursday she got an invite to go try out for that old club again, which is one of the top soccer clubs. And mm. they said, hey, come out. And they kicked the ball around a little bit. And they said, okay, put your gloves on. You're going to go in goal. And for 50 minutes, this kid got shot on, shots on goal by three separate teams rotating through. She shut down 95% of them. And uh, just stepped up in a way I hadn't seen a 12-year-old, 13-year-old kid step up in a long time. And it was a big adversity for her. And she overcame it. So uh, who wow. inspires me? My, my, my daughter did. I, I was just like right. standing there like this <laughs> Look at my kid go. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. Less she faced her minutes. past, right? She faced her yep. past. It was kind of a redemption story. You bet. And she got an offer on the spot. So yep. that was cool. That's wonderful. Okay. As we close the show, how can we find you one more time, Scott? Okay. Uh, my number, 915-433-7655. 915-433-7655. You can find me at scottlopez67 at gmail.com. scottlopez67 at gmail.com. Facebook. I'm your friend on Facebook, Scott Lopez. Yep. Um, and uh, corporatementaltoughness.com altogether. And I just really appreciate the opportunity, Brian. This has been fantastic. I can't believe it's already an hour. It's fantastic. It's good having you on the show. I'm here for you anytime, brother. That sounds fantastic. And as we close the show, I want to let everyone know where I'm at. I am also on Facebook, Success Profiles Radio. I'm on LinkedIn, Brian K. Wright. You can find me on Twitter at MrBrianKWright.com or MrBrianKWright, excuse me. And uh, we'll see you next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern. My, Eastern. My guest next week is going to be Jeffrey Gittimer. He is amazing. See you next week. Thanks for joining us. For being a part of Success Profiles Radio with your host Brian K. Wright here on the Rockstar Radio Network. 